Blog Talk Radio.
three books, I am compelled to read and narrate my ebook that is available to you on Amazon, which is called The Power of Choice, Path of Divine Royalty to Conquer Darkness. Why do I do this? Well, I've read a book entitled The Prophet, of which is still currently going on in this month of October, the year 2020. Before that, my wife and I read a book entitled The Great Prayer, a spiritual interpretation of the Lord's Prayer, of which when we observe what people are doing, they do not even understand this prayer called the Lord's Prayer, which really is not a prayer, more along the lines of a template of what a prayer ought to be. We put these on Facebook, and of course, you are more than welcome to go to King Teasdale's page, that is K-I-N-G, Teasdale, T as in Thomas, E-A-S-D-E-L-L. Look me up, and as you peruse the community there, you will find those available for you, which were done on a Sunday, of which we will be doing that on a regular basis on Sunday at 6 p.m., probably from here forward. With that being said, I want you to know that the love that I have has inspired me to create an organization called the Souls of Life Society. My love in being a paramedic with compassion. When I go into a person's house, I treat them as family. I treat them as a loved one. I treat them the way I want to be treated. But all paramedics I have discovered that does not, it did not do that. But there's nothing I can, when I'm not there. So, it is true that humanity does not treat one another fairly. So as I observed what I desire most, I've come to the place of recognizing that what I want most out of everything in the whole world is that more people, each other more. That's it. Nothing more. But the world is just a great big onion. And hate and fear are the spices that make you cry. And the only way to get rid of a great big onion is to plant love seeds. And when love seeds are planted everywhere, hate and fear cannot. Things first, first things first. As I contemplated what I need to do, I need to reach out to mothers with sons. And as I thought about that, 
developing my spiritual life coach program. I said, mothers with sons. It's an interesting topic, one may say, because there are many men who have not been there for their children, and there is a big scar because of it. So, sometimes what happens for me is I'll end up writing, and because writing is what I do, I remember my father constantly telling me first things first, first things first, and I could not really wrap my head around that first things first. So, started writing first things first, and this is what came up. In the consciousness of mothers with sons, the male child is the response of the nature of mother. That's interesting, isn't it? Now, I want to impress upon you oftentimes when I write, I am writing a vibration that is coming to me. That vibration that is coming to me is speaking through me. And that which is speaking needs to be heard. So, the male child is the response of the nature of mother. You see, first things first. What do I mean by that? Dust. Very soon. But here, let's read what I've written so that we can better understand what I am receiving. First things first. The receiver or the transmitter, the deliverer, or can this matter if there is nothing to deliver? Hmm. The sent, the sending, the sender. Yours is not to respond to the messenger in so much as it is your responsibility to respond to the message. You see, first things first. I am the teacher and I am the student. I bring you greetings, for I am King Andre Teasdale, giver and receiver of a deeper wisdom. I honor the the divine in you and those who come before us and those not yet actualized. You see, I was talking with my mother not too long ago when she was telling me that a younger mother taught her an interesting lesson. When a male child is born into the world, there seems to be a lot of tension in a relationship, in a marriage, in the relating of the male with the mother because of the energy of the male within the child. She told me about of 
how so many children were killed when they were seeking out the male child known as the new king, that Christ child, which Mary carried, of which Joseph was not the father to the extent that is humanly understood. But he took on the role of the father and taught the child, this male child that he learned on this side as life itself taught the male child many things. But the amazing thing about this is that the male child was being taught by the Father, the source of all creation, at the same time. I share this because I believe it true that if we allow the vibration of allowing be made manifest, we all can be taught of the Father of creation. All that we need and all that is required to assist one another to better understand this life's living in which we ourselves are a part. So my mother was taught of a younger, a male child has always been historically met with great resistance throughout the annals of recorded time. So, I've come to the place of understanding that I have come to remove the obstacles that hinder our spiritual evolution. That is who I am, why I am here. So, where do I start? For there are many men who have not taken on the proper responsibility to their children. And with this gap, we have issues. So, I've come to this place of understanding that Mothers with sons is who I need to reach out to because leadership is a very important thing. Leadership is a needed thing to be taught because I know that I am of a nobler kind. I have been told this. It has been seen of others. They have embraced it to be honored by so many people. As I travel this journey to become what is needed in this world, 
because I've discovered that I am necessary. You see, I have a niece, first marriage, who named her son King. I did not know this until I met the young man. His face was smiling with joy. He was a very beautiful, radiant child. And she was so proud to come up to me and she said, King, I want you to meet King. And I was like, what? And she said, yes. And my head felt like it had glowed like a light bulb went off or something. It was it was the strangest feeling. But to name a child king is not to be taken lightly. But I honor my beloved niece. She named him so because of something she also seen in me. And so, too, is a very dear friend of mine. As we were working, he kept talking about that name, King, this King, that. And he said, you know what? I said, well, if I, well he said, I, but when I get a son, I'm going to name him King. And I was like, man, you need to stop playing. He said, no, I'm serious. I'm going to do it. So lo and behold, named his son King. So, to allow the true legacy of kingship to be properly tied into the divine nature of relations, we have to have integrity and a nobler path towards proper leadership that guides, that instructs and promotes the highest qualities of the divinity granted within man to express as emissary, or if you will, an agent of the one who created all in all. That in and of itself is a beautiful thing. Because truth be told, there is something much bigger, much, much bigger than we can possibly Call on our lovely sister, Beyonce. If you feel insignificant, you better think again. Better wake up because you're part of something way bigger. You're part of something way bigger. Not just a speck in the universe. Not just some words in the Bible verse You are the living word Ah, you're part of something way bigger Bigger than you, bigger than we Bigger than the picture they framed us to see But now we see it And it ain't no secret, no Understand that truth about that question in your soul Look up, don't look down, then watch the answers unfold Life is your birthright, say he said in a pine print Take the pen and rewrite it Step out your estimate Step in your estimate And know that you're excellent, right? Spirit is teaching 
of which Samuel Jackson answered in a Samuel Jackson kind of way. Just so happens when the movie occurred on the set of our recording, when he said, I was shot, how do you think I'm feeling? (laughs) The director said, I need somebody to say something um, after he does that. And he said, okay, cut. He says, roll it. And so he says, how's everybody feeling? And Jackson comes back and he says, how do you think I'm feeling? I was shot in the leg. And I noticed nobody around me looked like they were ready to speak. So I said, he's going to be just fine. When I said that, the way in which I said it, there was a controversy about whether I should have said it or not, but the director was like, positions, and they must have did like 25 takes of the same comment over and over again, and with me not being a part of the Screen Actors Guild, there was a lot of comment about, man, they're just going to take that, and you're going to be on the cutting room floor. Well, lo and behold, when the movie came out and I had the opportunity to look at it, it would have been fantastic if I had went to the premiere here in Baltimore. For some reason, that it didn't happen like that. But when the movie was in the theaters and I heard people saying that they saw me in the movie. I went to the movie to see it for myself and I tell you, it was a shock. It was, uh, it kind of grabbed me out of my seat, threw me into the self and once that scene disappeared, it was like somebody took me and threw me back into my seat and I was like, what happened? It was surreal. It was really surreal. So Bruce Willis ended up coming back to Baltimore. This time I'm working as a limousine driver because previously I was a part of the fire department at the time. And Bruce Willis on the scene, and they told me, We need to get a medic unit down on location of a movie, and you're going to drive it down there. And I said, well, what if they want to blow it up? I said, don't make no difference. Nobody else drive it but you. (laughs) And so (laughs) I was like, okay. So later on, I was right there down on Baltimore and Light Street, and Bruce Willis was walking towards me as I was walking towards him. And the AD came in between us, and he he said, hey, 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 what are you doing? And I was like, oh, well, uh, who are you? And and I said, well, I'm just just a driver. And he was like, well, we don't want you to interrupt the the actors while they're in character, so um, why don't you? Go on about, get up out of here. 
But instead of me saying that I was in the movie with Bruce Willis, I myself. But I can't no longer do that. So that guy, Bruce Willis, was in a television show with Sybil Shepherd. And being in that television show with Sybil Shepherd, they showed a contrast of one another that I found very, very amazing. And it brought to mind this perception that each of them had was different. But when put together, they were able to solve many, many problems that they were running across as they continue to move forward. That's what I believe. I believe that we are each here to come together to share, to put together the pieces of this puzzle. There's over 7.8 billion people on this planet. And with the problems that we all are facing, we got to recognize that in coming together, we can solve any and everything that's before us. And it's easily done. But the hardest part is recognizing that there is no separation. You see, that's so strange because nobody seems to recognize the fullness that through love, as love, in love, when we share love, truly should be shared. We are whole, perfect, and complete. And the only way to do that is through recognizing the power of love, the love of the soul. And you have the power to choose this. The world is just a great big onion. And hate and fear are the fights that make you cry. And the only way to get free of this great big onion is to play. 
to cure every generation, every generation, past, present, and future. You see, I have designed this book to show you this truth. Because everybody goes through something. If you have not, you will. For we all continually go through. Because God did not create us to stay. Us to stay earth bound. Each one of us comes from a place unknown to the human mind and everyone will exit this mortal existence. Nobody stays. We are designed for growth, development, and forward motion because life is not stagnant. If we are strong enough to endure, we will achieve what we came here to do. Side note. I listen to a lot of motivational speakers. And what I've discovered, I keep saying this thing about life is hard. Or at least that's what they say that you're saying. And I gave thought to that. And I was like, you know what? Life is what you make it. And then I said, wait a minute. Can I say life is what you make it when it is life that made us? Hmm. How can I say life is what you make it when it is life that made us. You see, all we can do with life is live it. So the question you should be asking yourself is how you living? Huh? How you living? Because life is God. You hear people say Life is love. If love expresses itself as such. But if love does not express itself through life, then we feel empty and incomplete. We feel robbed and dissatisfied. People say, God is love. But when people discuss this thing called God. They're all over the place because they don't understand. They don't understand that God is life. God has given to you. You're supposed to make of it because you too are a creator. That's inside of you. Well, with that being said, let us continue with our reading. Life is the expressed presence of God within us. 
conceived formless, unconditioned consciousness of the spirit. The chosen who experience the beauty of life are only those who choose to accept their divine responsibility. This life awareness does not come to everyone and many reject it. The endurance of life's beauty is a gift to build upon and then move onward. You see, everybody does not share the same views and everybody cannot perceive what you see. Your life is purposeful. This is the why you are hearing this now. Indeed, your time has come for greatness only if you choose to accept it. For it is written, he will do greater works than these because I am going to the Father and I will ask the Father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him. The reference here is from the Bible. Then find the strength within ourselves to reach out and render a helping hand to another who may become shipwrecked during a storm-like experience. But it is through the divine gift of endurance that we make love happen. You get what I'm saying? We will often find the strength within ourselves to reach out and render a helping hand who may be shipwrecked during a storm-like experience. But it is through the divine gift of endurance that we make love happen. That in and of itself is a powerful, powerful concept of awareness only if you choose that awareness, live that awareness, become that awareness, because everybody needs love. See those flowers, they need love. See the bluebirds, they need love. See the babies, they need love. Oh, got you.
guide you. So, our mission statement kind of goes like this. We harmonize the unity, you see. We harmonize the unity needed for black organizations to thrive so that humanity can survive. Now, listen to this carefully. We harmonize the unity needed, the unity needed for black organizations to thrive. Why black organizations? Because they have been marginalized, they have been ignored, they have been treated with such disdain over the centuries, over the ages, that if humanity can come to that place of reckoning, that, you know, these have been treated unfair, and we should be able to take responsibility to make it better. That's that element of forgiveness. That's the element of the redemption song that should be resounding in our minds. Martin Luther King says when the, what to call it, freedom bells ring. You see what I'm saying? That's what that's all about. Includes everybody, and nobody's excluded. But it is hard for people to come to grips with recognizing that the African is the original man and woman of the earth and the founders of civilization. I looked at a skit years ago that uh, the late Richard Pryor put together where he ended up going into an archaeological dig with these white men who this black man was able to read what was in the text within the tomb. And when he started with the excitement of recognizing that all the stuff that was in the tombs was talking about black people, the white guys started sneaking out of the tomb. And they closed him in the tomb because they didn't want that information to get out. Oh, history times only what he has told you and not the spirit of truth being revealed. Now, for those who understand this, there's this counselor that I spoke of earlier, which is the spirit of truth. In many doctrines of spirituality, religion, things of that sort, this spirit of truth is given various names, like the Holy Dove, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. But there's this holy thing that's constantly being presented before us. And, you know, holy can be spelled in more than one way. But then if you're not holy, holy, then you're missing something, aren't you? And what you're missing is not being whole. 
And you can't be whole if you do not recognize that we are all one. So there is no separation. The separation consciousness is an illusion to distract you from the truth, to all truth, and set you free.
more than you could possibly imagine to free. I got a story that I can tell you about that. And it's about a reckless love that came to claim you from darkness. But we're going to talk about that at another time. So we're going to go back to the book. And here in the introduction, it continues as follows. This book is my reaching out to render a helping hand. I hope you accept that this has occurred in the life of another person just like you. It's as if we are all part of a billion-piece puzzle that must harmoniously fit together to resolve. We are all uniquely different, and yet we are all the same. We each live, share, and love our experiences as sacred moments, memories that we possess during this voyage, this voyage into the unknown. Because we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. We have no idea. I have a friend of mine just across the street that, that died just a couple of days ago. And uh, he just made it past 50. And then his sleep, boom, it's all over. Everybody's in shock. But yes, the unknown is a place whose origin no one can definitively explain, just as no one can definitively explain our departure. But here we are. Still, this experience does not negate the reality that people suffer every day because we refuse to accept our commonalities. Everybody's running around looking at these differences of this one, the difference of that one. You've got a skin color over here that, man, he looks too dark to be real. Well, wow, that person's light as a ghost. Or, man, I don't even know if I like them people because of whatever foolishness you have in your mind, if that is you. But it may not be you. It may be the person sitting beside you when you get on that airplane or that train, or that person that you're working beside on your job. But let us get back to the book. Unfortunately, the world is also suffering because of this critical state of imbalance. Our creator, That created you, that created me, that created this place of which we live, that creator did not make it this way. We made it this way. Yes, the world became imbalanced because of the people's choice. Yes, this world became imbalanced because of the power of the people's choices. 
we are the ones who live here. That's us. But some decided to choose and accept destructive behavior without measuring the collective consequences of what would be the results of those choices. In truth, they may never choose to measure the outcomes. If ever considering the long-term effects and ramifications upon the people of the earth because their ego will not allow it. But who will be left upon earth after the damage is done? However, the damage is never done. Not really. Because damage leaves a quake of destruction and ruin as its legacy of misfortune. For others to sift through. But this is not the case of the caring hearts of creation. For it is those determined hearts that leave an intentional legacy of love where the uncaring hearts behind the debris and disorder from neglected acts of love for others to clean up their mess. Only through acknowledging that life is divinely purposed can we know and respectfully accept that something wonderful dwells within. Every reaction to every action taken or not taken is all a matter of choice, either individual, I'm sorry, each individual chooses to accept their choice or regret it based upon their own perception. I'm going to read that again. Every reaction to every action taken or not taken is all a matter of choice. Each individual chooses to accept their choice or regret it based upon their own perception. Each moment of living, whether good, bad, or indifferent, is what it is. And that cannot change if the power of choice is never applied. The only thing left of each moment given is how you choose to respond to it. Every life is about the relationships we forge as we continue moving forward within the time continuum of what we know as living. All, all relationships are relevant and relatively based on the perceptions of the people involved. All relationships. Everything about living is interconnected in some form or another because everything has a beginning and an ending. 
Everything in between is related. You see, we all are a part of a unified field. The further you move from this planet, just just go with me in your imagination. Just imagine where you're sitting right now. It's a, it's a spaceship. Boop, 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 bam. Spaceship, here you go. Boom. There you are, off into space. All of those G-forces hit you so strong, it's like, wow. Now you got the opportunity to get up and look out the window and you see what? You see this thing floating in space. Wait a minute. That looks like Earth. I don't see any strings attached to it. But there's a force that's holding it in its place. So the force which holds things in its place and keeps things in its place. It's a force that you were able to eject from, and now you're looking back at it. But you're still climbing higher and higher as that planet Earth gets smaller and smaller. And you go so far out into space to where planet that you was able to walk on, that would take you maybe two days to go and circle around in a plane, maybe. Now it looks like a little speck that's sitting in your view, small little speck. But all you see is that speck. And in that speck, is over 7 billion people just like you. But it's one in your sight, in your consciousness, in your awareness. As you're moving further and further away from it, all you see is that one thing. But that one thing is still in its place. And everything that's holding it together is still the force that does that, independent of what you are doing, because now you're not even there. Okay, so, boom, let's come back to the book. Okay, bing, is, where are you in this big picture of the things that are and will become? For me, I refuse to hold back any longer. The revelations of current events consistently hidden from view by the dominant culture has made me choose to take the stand against the darkness because I must. The truth is, our racial tension and every illicit behavior that has ever been, has never been about skin color but has always been about the darkness of a person's soul. No, it's 
superior races. There are no superior race on this planet, only inferior thoughts. If your thoughts are inferior and not aligned with the divine, then you're going to think thoughts that are not of God. So let's get back to the book. That illusion of race differences, creed, color, and national origin has been the counterfeit camouflage of a collective darkened soul that accepts hate and the environment that continues to perpetuate all kinds of darkness against humanity. So, through creating this work of literature, I tend to activate our new tomorrow because yesterday has lost its taste of love. I've learned many things collectively through being a paramedic who has witnessed the emotional trauma of mending the wounded and injured living in the streets and hatred towards humanity. Therefore, this material you read or hear is reflective of my empirical insights mixed with the real emotions that have led me to divine truths that have been revealed to me to share. In seeing the big picture of things that are, we must change. The only way for everyone to collectively do something about anything first starts with changing our thoughts. You see, my good people, I love you. I can only stand by for so long before he decides to get up and do something about it. So I thank you for your time. I thank you for your love. You can find me on www.kingsphilosophy.org or Teasdale on Facebook. Go to my Facebook page. You can friend me. It's okay. And you know, God friended me. Well, that's a television show. Oh, well, anyway. I love you. And I trust that your prayers for our greater good will heal this world because that's what I trust and believe in. Until next week, one love family.
think about um, the generations and to say we want to make it a better place for our children and our children's children so that they, 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 they know it's a better world for them and think they can make it a better place. There's a place in your heart And I know that it is love And a place much brighter than tomorrow And if you really try You'll find there's no need to cry In a place you feel there's no hurt or sorrow There are ways to get there If you care enough for the living Make a little space, make a better place, heal the world, make it a better
with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.